This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, May 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. White House. Chinese want to make a deal. Pence meeting with farmers. Harbor funding dispute and union vote at USDA agency. China trade talks are set to resume. The trade talks with China are set to resume today in Washington, following some new notes of optimism from the White House. We've got an indication that they want to make a deal. That White House spokeswoman Sarah Huckabee Sanders telling reporters yesterday, our teams are in continued negotiations. Meanwhile, President Donald Trump crowed on Twitter that his tough stance had forced the Chinese back to the table. China had just informed us that they and their vice premier are now coming to the U.S. to make a deal. We'll see. But I'm very happy with over $100 billion a year in tariffs filling U.S. coffers. Great for U.S., not good for China. Those comments followed days of alarm and uncertainty following the administration's announcement that tariffs on $200 billion worth of products would jump to 25% on Friday. Keep in mind, the White House may be trying to calm the markets. The Dow dropped 470 points Tuesday, was flat yesterday. Pence hearing from farmers. Vice President Mike Pence is in Minnesota today, and one of his stops will include a farm near Glendon and the northwest part of the state. The audience will include leaders of the Minnesota Farm Bureau, the Minnesota Corn Growers Association, and state FFA leaders. No surprise here. Minnesota Farm Bureau President Kevin Papp says Pence will be hearing farmers' concerns about trade policy and the touch of the farm economy. Pence later will head to St. Paul to visit a steel mill. The trip is part of Pence's ongoing effort to promote congressional approval of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement. House debates new bill amid disaster aid impasse. The House begins debate today on a new disaster bill that would expand the amount of agricultural assistance available. Senate negotiators, however, have made little progress this week on resolving a series of disputes, including aid for Puerto Rico, that has stalled their version of the legislation. There's been no movement that we know about, according to Senate Appropriations Chair Richard Shelby, as he spoke with reporters yesterday afternoon. A new issue that has emerged is an effort by Shelby to free up money in the government's Harbor Maintenance Fund to pay for Army Corps of Engineers projects. Shelby says the White House is resisting his plan because the Office of Management and Budget wants to keep the money on the books. The bill that the House will debate includes $3 billion more in aid that was in an earlier version that passed the chamber in January. The bill also includes a provision allowing USDA to provide payments to farmers who lost stored corn and soybeans to flooding in Iowa and Nebraska in March. Keep in mind, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky has said he wants to get a compromise bill passed by the week-long break for Memorial Day. There is still time for these talks to play out. ERS employees to vote on union. Employees in the USDA's Economic Research Service will decide whether to establish a bargaining unit with the American Federation of Government Employees at a vote schedule for today at the agency offices. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue is moving ahead with his plan to relocate ERS and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture to new homes that could be in Indiana, 
Kansas City, or North Carolina's Research Triangle region. Peter Wench, a special assistant to AFGE, says ERS employees are concerned about the proposed relocation. We're trying to stop that or at least slow it down, they said. We have yet to see any economic or other justification for the move. Questions for hemp on pesticides. Hemp may be the hottest topic in agriculture right now, but growers, processors, and manufacturers still have a lot of questions about how it will be regulated. Turns out, regulators have some of the same questions. At a pesticide program dialogue committee meeting in Virginia yesterday, EPA pesticide officials heard from USDA, the Kentucky Department of Agriculture, academic experts, and an industry representative about the issue of pest control, specifically which pesticides growers can use. At this point, there aren't any answers. Many things will need to be decided over time, said Patty Bennett of USDA's Agriculture Marketing Service. One possibility is that tolerances could vary depending on what the hemp is grown for, fiber or food, for example. It's clear multiple tolerance levels will be needed to cover the range of products that can be produced, according to Bob Pierce, an extension specialist at the University of Kentucky. And Michael Williams of the state's Department of Agriculture said there may be ways to expedite labeling of pesticides for hemp that's used to make non-food products. Keep in mind, since the 2018 Farm Bill was enacted, no one has applied to register a pesticide for use on hemp. It may take a few years before hemp growers have many products at their disposal. Armyworm scourge threatens China. African swine fever isn't the only threat facing Chinese farmers. Fall armyworm, a pest that has quickly spread across Africa over the last three years, reached southern China in January and could spread to all the country's grain production this year. That according to a report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. U.S. farmers control the pest fairly easy with VT varieties. But China is going to rely on chemicals, biological controls such as fungi or bacteria, or crop management practices. But the FAS report says the cost of the control measures is likely to wipe out any profit margin for many farmers. Most farmers in China do not have the financial resources and training needed to effectively manage FAW, according to the report. Here's today's He Said It. Your sentence is up. Five years is a long time. That Senator John Kennedy, a Republican of Louisiana, to CFTC Chairman Chris Giancarlo, who will leave the commission soon after serving a five-year term. Kennedy was wrapping up a Senate Appropriations Subcommittee hearing yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, May 9th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Kelly.